You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, welcome everybody to the Geek Card Check-In for the week of June 2nd, 2019. My name is Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And this week, we are going to dive in to our top and our favorite stories of the week. We want to make sure that you stay up to date on all things geek. And so we can't today wait to dive in to our personal favorite stories of the week. Tyler, what are we doing, man? Well, like you said, we're going to be talking about just the things that kind of piqued our interest throughout the week. Uh, some weeks will have, you know, really exciting, you know, huge blockbusters we're going to be talking about in other weeks. It's going to be a, a bit smaller, and, and this weekend or this week, uh, I am really excited to hear what the two of you chose to talk about. Mm. And I'm going to toss it to you, Chris. What uh, what is exciting yep. you in the world of geek this week? Well, I'm excited because tomorrow, June 3rd, is Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, and I don't know if you guys know this or not because on uh, you know the Next Trek podcast, we didn't talk tech all that much, but I am a huge Apple nerd, and I mean like. Um, I, I I'm all Apple all the time. Yes. Thank you. Mac evangelist um, extraordinaire. I've I got, am a Mac I've evangelist. I've got a Mac mini right there. I'm doing this on a yep. MacBook Pro. I've got my iPhone sitting right here. I support you. Fantastic. Great. Shut all right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm all about it. And I, I have fallen into the cult of Mac uh, hardcore. And so I always watch these events live. Um, in fact, tomorrow I was thinking about going to see Godzilla for our other podcast, but I'm really questioning whether or not I want to do that <laughs> because at one o'clock um, Eastern time anyway, uh, WWDC will be going on. And this is the um, event. They very rarely announce hardware. Nobody's really expecting for them to announce a new iPhone or iPad or uh, a MacBook of any kind of significance. Maybe some refreshes, um, you know, just the, the power bumps and that kind of stuff. But nothing really incredible. But what is kind of making headlines right now, and what I'm really hoping is true, is that they are finally... Um, since I don't know how many years ago, uh, the mid-2000s anyway, they're finally going to begin to break up iTunes on laptops and on computers. Um, iTunes, it makes no sense why movies on your computer live in iTunes. It yeah. makes no sense why, uh, you know, all this, it, it, all this was just tacked on to the software that they had. And uh, it's about time that they break those suckers up and put them in places that make sense. Well, and on your them... iOS devices, they, they already yeah. are. So it's like, of course. why have we been holding on to this in your computers? iTunes hasn't been on the iPhones for years. Um, you know, it's been Apple Music it's, for the it's longest every time. every once in a while, like, it'll pop up. I'm looking at mine right now. I think it's still technically The exists. iTunes Store. It's always oh, iTunes... exists just as the store. Yeah, you can is. you can access yeah. the iTunes store. That that is that is true and accurate. But if you're going to listen to music, you go yeah, to the music um, app. Music. That's my point. Yeah. There is there is an iTunes store where you can go and purchase I think ringtones and buy songs, um, but which yeah, should just be do. through something else, I don't know. But yeah. Well, no, I mean they can keep I mean for all I care, they can keep their, you know, all a cart system um, uh, in place if they'd like. But on on the on the machine on the laptops and on the desktops at least there needs to be a podcasting app there needs to be a uh music app there needs to be it needs to it needs to mirror the experience that we have 
on our iPhones and iPads. Um, and it really is just so confusing to have to go to your iTunes to set up a device when it just, it, it, it just clunky and it makes no sense. So I'm really excited about that. They're doing some other app refreshes that are expecting as well, such as dark mode and iPhone. I'm so which, excited for dark mode. Yeah. I love dark yes. mode. Yeah. Uh, yep. Android's and been doing it for years, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> Yes, and it they, has. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And, you know, it's fine. What's interesting about, you know, that is that most app developers have enabled dark mode. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice on kind of a, a system level to be able to have that option as well. And I did say they're not going to expect it to do um, hardware, but there is a potential that they will be showing off the new Mac Pro. And mm. I am a video editor, um, and I would be very interested in seeing um, what they have in store for the kind of professional market. So I'm excited. That's that's kind of where my headspace is at right now. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see what they what they reveal. Um, Kate, do you have any interest in this at all? Like, are you excited? Or will you be following this? Or is this kind of like, whatever, Chris, you're, what are you doing? I have disliked iTunes for a number of years. It is slow and bloated and frustrating. And <laughs> my number one argument whenever I did not own any Mac devices for, come on, you call this innovation. But Wait, hang on. Just because of <laughs> iTunes? What does Windows have that's better than iTunes? I mean, let's let's be honest here. What, so, what is... so, Chris, you are making a big assumption that the world is binary when it comes to tech gear. Oh, what, what, what are you doing? Ubuntu? What do you run? Yes, she does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I don't run Ubuntu, but I do run Linux. And yes, I Linux. I run Chromebook. Yes. <laughs> Right, right, right. A Chromebook. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. That that's all much better than than Apple. No, no, no. That, that's fine. You do. <laughs> you live in your. You live in your world. Here. You live in your world, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, it's I it's worse this. than my world, but that's okay. No, <laughs> no sorry, go. it's just it's not as pretty as your world. <laughs> my world is more diverse because I own one of oh. everything. Oh, got it. Okay, I got it. So you you want to have your hand in all the pots uh, and and just kind of. Really, See, all the I, pies because I love pie, but yes. Got it. Okay, hands in the pies, <laughs> hands in the pots. See, I don't know, quokelet, whatever the words are. Anyway, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to speak. Words. It's late where we're recording right now. <laughs> no, so what, what I what I would say is that um, I, I think uh, that I'm hoping anyway that um, they do a nice kind of just refresh on iOS. Nice refresh on watch OS. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I've got a, all, all their stuff. Don't mess too much with it. They're doing a pretty good job. But just put a new fresh coat of paint on a lot. Um, and um, then that'll make me happy. It, if they do, like I said, the Mac Pro um, or a new display or something like that, that's the icing on the cake. But, you know. Yeah. Rising just, aside, we'll the MacBook Pro is what I really want to see. Um, improve hmm. because I have multiple friends who are developers and they've been really frustrated with the development track of the MacBook Pro. And so right. if they could correct some of that, um, uh, that would be my more serious contribution to this conversation. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I'm not sure that they will announce anything in the way of too much anyway, in the way of hardware. But I do hope they do a refresh on all their. All. I mean, oftentimes what happens is they come off the stage and then we hit another person. Oh yeah, by the way, they 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 spec bumped everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm sure that will that'll happen tomorrow too. Um, so we'll see. We shall see. There's a lot going on, and I'm hoping it'll all be sweet and stuff I can download. So I'm ready. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Kate, what about you? What's going on this week in Geek? 
Um, so Doctor Who fans from the David Tennant era might yes. remember mm. on his regeneration episode, he asked a very important question. Am I ginger? <laughs> well, and I'm excited is. to say that he is, David Tennant is now ginger in Good Omens. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Good Omens released uh, on Friday, the 31st of May on Amazon Prime. There are six episodes there. And a complete adaptation of the book. It is a good adaptation so of the book delightful. too. Yes, yeah. Well, what I've read of the book so far, yeah. yes, I am one of those who uh, have not finished the book, but I didn't care. I started watching it anyways, and what I've read of it so far, it is a fantastically faithful one. It works because Neil Gaiman wrote it, and the gags that are in there, the the inside jokes. There's so much in there for the pop culture fan. If you are a Terry Pratchett fan, there's a scene with his hat in there as an homage. Uh, Neil Gaiman has a cameo. There's Doctor Who references. There's there's so much in here to reward repeat watching. Um, Can we let everybody know what it's uh, what it's about? Also, that's where I'm going next. Awesome. Um, so David Tennant and Michael Sheen star as the lead characters. They are best friends. They also happen to be uh, a demon, David Tennant, and an angel, Michael Sheen. Um, David Tennant plays uh, Crowley and drives around a Bentley and has all of the wonderful attitude and swagger that we can expect from David Tennant. And listens nearly (laughs) exclusively to Queen. Yes, and let me tell you, Queen is deployed with pure excellence in this this adaptation. Michael Sheen (laughs) is uh, Aziraphale, this uh, rather anxious angel who's very worried about doing the wrong thing all the time and the two of them together have wonderful best friend chemistry um, you'll also find John Hamm in here as mm-hmm. uh, the angel Gabriel um, for the book nerds out there um, some of the John Hamm material was brought forward from the unwritten sequel that was planned and never written so. I was wondering that was one of those things that I thought this is not in the book but I liked that it was added Yep, they did that. They did uh, updating t- for today's uh, mm-hmm. time. A little bit of new content, but um, a number of pieces of the new content are actually from, from the unwritten sequel. We also have the likes of Miranda uh, Richardson in here. Uh, Francis McDormand is the voice of God. And probably the one area I have a bit of a quibble. It's like some of them are perfectly deployed and some of them not quite as much, but somehow even when there were misses, it just worked because the whole ethos of the way this show is put together, it all works. Um, so uh, it's, it's directed by Douglas McKinnon, and the composer for the music is David Arnold. James wow, Bond he, score. He yep. created a serious earworm. It's been following me around mm-hmm. like throughout my day um, since I got started. Um, so... I just have to say, without any spoilers, because I think not all three of us have finished it. It's no, super delightful. I haven't even I haven't even started. I mean, I've watched the first maybe five minutes of it. So yeah, please don't spoil it. Okay. Well, <laughs> when you've finished it, we can have a fuller conversation about yeah. it. This, yeah. This is the mo- This was my biggest event of the first half of uh, 2019 in terms of geek TV that I was looking forward to, and it did not disappoint. Yeah. Tyler. Nice. What about you? What did, well, what did you that, that's say that again. What did you think of it? I loved it. I uh, I watched half of it on Friday night and the other well about two thirds of it on Friday night and the rest of it uh, this morning. 
and I really liked it. I thought it was very, very good, really faithful. I finished the book um, last week. It's one of those I've been meaning to pick up for years and just haven't because I love Neil Gaiman and, and haven't read much Pratchett. Um, mm-hmm. And come on, David Tennant in anything is, is something that I will watch. And so uh, I just... Skip Spies of Warsaw. Skip Spies of Warsaw. Go on. Oh, I've heard that's good, but I, hadn't, I haven't seen it. Um, and I, You know, I listened to his podcast, David Tennant does a podcast with, and, and he is uh, delightful. The Michael Sheen, I've been saving the Michael Sheen episode mm-hmm. for after... Um, after they do good omens. So anyway, I, it, it's, it's really good. It's well done. Um, I have, my only quibbles really are, um, I, I really disliked, I don't like the CG in it. it I don't think it's good as, um, there's a few times where it's really good. And then, then most of the time it's not. Um, and it, and it bugged me quite a bit, but for all of that, I really, really enjoyed the story, the acting, uh, from top mm-hmm. to bottom, I loved it. So, um, yeah. I neglected to say that that these two besties—it's not just an adventure of them skipping in the park together. They're trying to save the world from Armageddon. Yeah. So that's where the adventures ensue. Um, and and it's honestly a spoof on yeah a lot of Armageddon movies and things like that, as well as very heavily from the original Omen, um, which I watched today too because I was kind of curious. I, I was like, this feels so familiar. It is one hundred percent a spoof of of. The Omen, which obviously even from the title, Good Omens, um, is is kind of apparent. So, solid movies. Absolutely. Nice. Awesome. Have you guys, I'm, I feel like it might be a, a broken record here, but did you guys watch The Good Fight on CBS All Access? No, I all? keep meaning to because I really liked um, The Good Wife, but I, I didn't finish yeah. The Good Wife. The Good so. Fight is incredible. I cannot recommend it higher. And if you are still paying for CBS All Access after watching Star Trek Discovery, or if it's you still got a couple of weeks, watch The Good Fight. Um, the se- the third season, uh, Michael Sheen is actually in it, um, oh, and he cool. plays an incredible, wonderful character. Breathes brand new life into that show, and so it's a completely different role. Is he long term? Is he just? Uh, he's he's like a um, uh, a guest appearance mm. that happens throughout the season. Gotcha. Is how it was. He, he's a big part of it though, but um, he's not like. Um, he wasn't a series regular. Gotcha. He the may be did that. that. They had good like long arcs with guest right. characters. Like Michael J. Yes. Fox was on there a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's definitely that. He's he's not one of the main characters, but he is a, a reoccurring guest. Um, he's fantastic. He plays this like, I guess gregarious is how I would say it. Like a uh, uh, guy who was a obviously it's all fiction, but he pretends like he's a, a friend of Oliver Stone. Um, who helped uh, Trump uh, get elected <laughs> um, and has all the dirty tricks. And like he plays this amazing, amazing character. So I would recommend that. I cannot wait to dive into Good Omens, though, because he plays a completely different character. Oh, yeah. So it's Love him. great. Well, for me this week, it's Rambo. It's the, well, not, sorry, not the movie. It is the trailer has just dropped for Rambo 5, Last Blood. Ah, yes. And, and it's that's one of, like, alongside... The Fast and the Furious franchise, I would put the Rambo movies. Um, <laughs> and again, I cannot explain. I, I really cannot explain nor justify. And I, I, th- I think I said this last time or, or some other time, we need to dig into this franchise because I think I need to I need to psychoanalyze myself a little bit as to yes, why I deeply to love them. Yes, I'm happy to Freud to pick into your brain and go, why, <laughs> nice, Tyler, why? Because nice. uh, Hobbs and Shaw is out this, uh, in, I think, in August, and I am... So excited for Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, me too. Me too. It looks amazing. It's be but now hang on it. Great. Do, do you do you do you think this trailer looks good? This this Rambo. Last I actually blood. do. I actually think. It's oh my be great. gosh. <laughs> 
I think it looks like he's about to fall over. Like, well, he looks um, like he's 95 years old. Yeah, I know. Of course. And that's it why looks I like, have to see it. It's like reverse Home Alone is it what is, happens in this trailer. It, it is. It's if, yes, it's if uh, like a young Sly Stallone was in the first one and now he's you know, 200 years old and sitting on the, he's on the, yeah. I think it's, he's on the U S Mexican border and there's cartel stuff going on. And I, I really liked, um, I'm one of the few people that really liked the uh, Rambo four. Um, I thought it's got its flaws. Believe me, in no way am I saying these are good or perfect movies. I cannot, I cannot fully articulate why I like them really. Um, but I liked Rambo. I got to go to the place where they filmed a whole bunch of it in Thailand. It was really cool to see, but, um, it, I, there's something about just, you know, the, the whole, you know, guy fighting off an entire army by himself sort of a thing that is intriguing to me. And, and, um, it's been done better. Just, oh, of course, of course it's been done better. Yeah. But, but like even going back to first blood though, that's, that's a great, I, I will stand by that one. That I think is a genuinely very good movie. First blood um, is great. First, first blood great. Is, yeah. is very good, but yeah. that, but that's, it's almost like Die Hard too, in right. that like it's lightning in a bottle, yeah. and then they tried they to recreate to it, and it's like, but yeah. it didn't quite work with Rambo. No, and like even the especially because that's a second series of his, like mm-hmm. Rocky, he was able to generally recapture it, you know, with some with mixed success later on. But Rambo is like, he's like, I swear he like punches a helicopter in in Rambo three, and like, <laughs> you know, it's it's stupid. But Rambo four brings him back, I think, to his more personal roots, and and so it gives me hope for five. This seems right. to be a little bit more of a of a personal story about John Rambo, like the first one was. So anyway, I I, I have certainly you know quite a you know good pinch of salt you know that I'm that I'm taking with this. But I'm it was a it was an intriguing looking character. I love the Rambo series, and yeah, so that's what's coming out. So we'll put a link to the to all of this stuff. We'll put links to it in our show notes, and um, you guys can kind of take a look at what we've been talking about. So what, what about you guys? Where are you on, on the Rambo series? Um, so I did like the first movie. I think I've seen maybe through three. I never saw four. And he goes to protect a group of missionaries in the middle of the jungle in Southeast Asia. It's it's it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It really is a good it, it's kind of like it's better that. Than three. Um, it's almost it almost feels a little reboot esque. Yeah, not not quite. I mean, it is like it's just in tone. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is. It's much more in line with like. You know, I want Milo Ventimiglia stuff. to come to be yo young Rambo, just like they tried to do him as his son in Rocky, and it's oh, it would be the best. In some think... ways, the spirit of Rambo reminds me a lot of the Jack Reacher book series. Yes, let me emphasize yeah. book here, <laughs> um, in terms of you know the lone man with with no ties yeah. trying to keep to himself and not bother anybody winds up getting dragged into all these bigger fights, and then once yeah. he starts fighting, when he punches somebody, they drop. It's like yeah. if Rambo was Jason Bourne, almost, where he's he's super, you know, he's super buff, hardcore, like really huge guy, but, you know, sort of a spy and telling that he's at his best when he's telling an intimate story rather than a huge war. Yeah, yeah. and that's the question I have when I finish the trailer is, is there anything really new to say about this character? And I have some faith in Stallone there because I thought he's we a were good done writer. when he brought out the, the first Creed movie. I'm like... Okay, yes. that was actually a good movie. He had something yeah. worthwhile to say yeah. there. And so if he, he can did. do Creed, maybe Rambo 5 will not be um, a waste. And it'll be hopefully be more than just boom, boom, explosions. Yeah. Like th- That's what he seems like to be interested in nowadays. Like the Creed series, Creed 1 and 2, Creed was much better. But still oh, yeah. 2 was really, was quite 
quite good. good and a yeah. good like send off and hand off and all that kind of stuff. Like it, it's a good without it being overly cheesy or, yeah. or, or stupid. And this reminded me actually a lot of when I watched this trailer, Logan. Um, oh, and I thought about Logan so too. Amazing. Yes, I was yeah. if it's at least half as good as Logan, it'll be watchable. Yeah, and that, that's exactly my thought. That's exactly what I was saying. Is if they're going in that direction, cool. If they're being, you know, like old man who should be in a wheelchair and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, in him trying to like do the home alone thing and protect himself with, you know, gadget, uh, gadgets and explosions and all that stuff. Well, it'll be a little. Gidget were there too. That's the spoof <laughs> Gidget, yes. it would be yeah. It would be strange if she was there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, I, it, it could be good. It could be good. I, I'm going to see it one way or the other. I, you know, sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, 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 yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, that brings us back, you know, brings to the end of our news for the week. But let's check in also on, on you know, one another. What are you consuming that's that's geek, you know, for the week? So, Chris, yes. what geek are you consuming at the Look, moment? I, I mentioned this last year, last week, and I'm going to mention it again. The Oculus Quest <laughs> is still, the greatest thing I have. Well, here's what I like most about it is that this week I've gotten a chance to put it on friends of mine. Nice. Um, you know what I mean? I've had many friends come over or I even took it uh, to a conference I was speaking at last week. And so like I uh, got people into it and like there is that moment of wow that happens every single time. Wow. So if you can get your hands on one or you know a friend of your, I, I would highly recommend that you try that. It just is a, it's an experience that's that's truly needs to be seen. It's it's really cool. So I'm nice. gonna say it again. I may even do it next week. Um, <laughs> Have you got anything we'll new for it? Uh, yeah, no, I I you know I'm a sucker, so I just I just keep purchasing these these little these little games. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm having a great time. So yeah, there's a there's a bunch of that I mentioned the Star Wars one last year. I mean last last week. I don't think that you did, but I could be wrong. This Star Wars Vader Immortal, which oh, you basically no, you didn't, become. I, oh, that sounds amazing. I, Oh. You yes, so it, you you get captured by Vader on Mustafar, um, and oh. he thinks that you're force sensitive, so he puts you through trials to see if you are this what um, for this this prophecy oh. that's coming true, and so he has you go through these trials in his in his Jedi temple, um, and it is. It's amazing. It's it is an incredible experience. It's only about an hour long, um, and then you're done. It's like a just a story that you just play through once. Um, but it is the most immersive, incredible, um, amazing experience that I've ever had. Uh, wow. So you a Sith now? Just curious. No, no, no. You're 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 you don't know. You you don't know anything about Jedi or I mean, you, any Chris, of this stuff personally. Chris is definitely oh. Sith. Having gone yeah. through this training. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're definitely, I mean, it's incredible because Vader walks up to you and I'm I'm six foot six, right? Mm-hmm. But in VR, they always make sure Vader is taller than you. <laughs> and so he's he like comes up and, you. yes, exactly. And he's like hovering over me and like, he's intimidating. No, you are definitely trying to get away from him. You are not. Uh, no, I'm not a Sith Lord. I, I'm, f- I'm, 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 so I'm firmly, I'm firmly in the light side. Look, when I run my uh, Star Wars half marathons, you can choose the light side or the dark side. Oh yeah, uh, I always choose the light side. I, I, I have a hard time joining the dark and side. David Tennant. Just so uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. All right. Well, maybe. I'll give it a thought. I'll give it a thought. Well, Kate, what about you? We know you did Good Omens this week, but what else have you been up to? 
So um, Good Omens has um, a fun little Shakespearean nod moment. I'm not going to say more than that since Chris hasn't seen it yet, but that leads me straight into... So good. I watched uh, King Lear, uh, the 2018 version, last week with uh, Anthony Hopkins as King Lear at the right age to play King Lear. Yeah. With him chewing up the scenery as King Lear. Hilarious. As he it's a modern day setting, but original language. Emma Thompson plays Goneril, his oldest daughter. Emily Watson plays the middle daughter. I still don't remember who played the young one because wow. I don't know her. Christopher Emily Eccleston Watson or Emma plays... Watson? I'm sorry? Emily Watson or Emma Watson? Emily. Emily, okay. Um, Christopher Eccleston plays Oswald in it. Uh, Andrew Scott, Jeez. who was Moriarty and Sherlock, is oh, in it, yeah. though I think he's miscast. Um, um, Jim Carter, who played uh, Carson in Downton Abbey, is in it. it is Who's just... the fool? I'm sorry? Who's the fool? I can see his face in my head, but I forget his name. But not, you would recognize too him, too, if you've watched a lot of British films. So it is gotcha. like an all-star cast of just going to town on the script of King Lear, but shortened up to about <laughs> two hours. So um, if that's your your thing, uh, it's an entertaining watch. You you even get Anthony Hopkins pushing a shopping cart down a street. Just I've seen that there. clip, I think. Yeah. On my Twitter I, feed, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe it's your yeah, maybe it's your Twitter feed. I yeah, I um, love Lear. It's one of my favorite plays. And then I also just want to give a shout out to um, for those of you who watch rom coms. There's a new one called Always Be My Maybe on uh, Netflix. Um, it is Ali Wong, the comedian, um, Randall Park, hmm. uh, Daniel Day Kim is in it, Keanu Reeves hmm. as himself. I heard is in yeah. it, which is why I'm like I have to watch this. <laughs> Nice. Um, nice. Doing a bit of comedic uh, improv there. Do, does he say "whoa"? Any does, <laughs> Whoa. does he do that at all? He does any any time. A few things, completely okay, with right, the mystical right. lingo, but I don't want to spoil it. Just to make you watch it because you have to watch <laughs> it. Um, and then Got for it. those of you who care about watching films by female directors, this is also a female director. Nanachka Khan um, did it, and um, there are a few credits to her name. Yeah, as a producer, um, but I didn't write them down. Oh, go look her up on IMDb. She's really awesome. So um, those were my uh, additional things for the week. Awesome. Well, for me, it's been a busy week. Uh, I'm a teacher, and it's, uh, it was graduation week, so just festivities the whole week and crazy stuff, getting last-minute grades in and things like that. So I didn't get to do as much watching as I'd like, but, um, but something that I, I want to talk about and hopefully will either – talk about this in a bigger way either here or maybe on the screeners podcast uh, but is chernobyl the hbo mm. miniseries which... i think i have had no less than 10 people tell me i should be watching oh, this show same here and i'm like brother i'm watching it it's fine i you, you can you can you know evangelize elsewhere because it is <laughs> it is and i've been doing the same to everybody i see um you know fair warning it is very hard to watch it is a very mm. difficult watch um not for the same way as a lot of hbo shows you know uh, there is a very funny scene of gratuitous nudity but it is not sexual in any way uh and i, I don't want to spoil it otherwise other than it's it's like just it's it's 20 very naked minors walking around and it's it's really <laughs> it's very intriguing and hilarious My favorite scene everyone <laughs> It's well, it, I'm going to be honest with you. I was on the fence until you said that now. <laughs> now, no, it's in. time. Uh, <laughs> well, so what I'll say, I, I love, I love this show and they placed it perfectly, you know, right after game of Thrones finished, um, you know, to what's the next thing that we can, that we can consume. 
<clears throat> and Chernobyl is um, it's a five part miniseries. It is a a as far as I can see, a very historic adaptation, uh, historically accurate adaptation, I should say. Um, it, it is dark. It is unflinching. It is exploring truth, and it's it's as much about the actual disaster as it is the the attempted cover up of the disaster by the Russian mm-hmm. government, and then saying, "Oh wow, this is not something that we can just hush up. Like millions of people can die if we try to hush this up." So it's it's a lot about truth and lies and secrets. Um, but I would I would never say that it is over dramatized or over exaggerated. It is, it, but it, there are some brutal moments where where the firefighters who went in immediately thinking it was just a regular fire who Ooh, yeah. melt after two days. You know, it's it is. Jeez. Yeah, it, it's it is brutal. So if if you uh, again not uh, this is not like Game of Thrones gore where it's you know sword fighting and things like that. This is. Yeah, guys melting and burning away. Um, it, it is it is rough to watch, but it is so good. It also starts. That's why I asked. It stars Emily Watson as well. I want to make sure I was he- I was hearing you right earlier. Mm-hmm. Emily Watson is in it. Stellan Skarsgård, Jared Harris. Um, people would know him from many things. Fringe. He's in and, and lots of stuff. Um, he is. Um, he's basically the guy that realizes, oh, this is bad. Yeah, that um, something's really wrong. Yeah, um, there's a companion podcast that goes with it. Actually, HBO is putting on this podcast um, with the the uh, the writer creator Craig Mazin, um, who is he's on every podcast and basically is just like, hey, I did all this research. There was more than we could put into the show. So they talk about the historicity of of um, of the show, of what went into it, and um, basically, you know what. And he really does a good job of saying, well, this is sort of fictional, but it comes from a true root. Um, it's, it's just, it's a fantastic watch. Um, I, uh, you guys, so neither of you have watched any of it at all, but I've seen episode one. You have. And it was really good. It was really dark. And then I'm like, if I want to watch the end of the world, I'm just going to watch Good Omens because that's something that's out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It, It is for sure. Yeah. It is a dark, dark show. Um, and then the the only other thing, really, like I said, that that I was into is uh, the Game of Thrones documentary. Um, Chris, did you did you watch any of that at all? You know, I haven't. I've totally forgot so, that was a thing. Is so good. It is. Uh, I, it was just delightful. Like all any of the complaints and stuff about season eight that we had on the on the review. Kate is falling asleep while we're talking about this. Uh, we. It is just – it's really good in behind the scenes. It's, it only features the main guys a lot. It's actually what much more about the actual production of it, and it's just a blast. It's a it's a good, clean, fun, and, it's and on moving H- watch. It's on HBO? Is yeah. It, it's available on is – there, is there a certain title? Or is it's it called just... Game of Thrones The Last Watch, the yep. last and it's two watch. hours long. I mean it is a full-on documentary. It's it's really, oh boy. really good. Yep, here I go. Yep. I, 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 this is going to happen tonight. I have a feeling. Yeah, there's a scene where they're doing the the – the uh, first table read of uh, of a bunch of different scenes uh, or sorry, a bunch of different episodes throughout season eight. And you see the stars reactions to deaths and things like that. Cause they haven't read it before. Nice. It is. It's moving. You're like, Oh, these guys didn't know about it either. It's, it's really good. It's good. So anyway, for, for all That's of fantastic. that, um, yeah. Anything else that we want to talk about this week or are we pretty good? I think we're, oh, I'm good. 
Yeah. I think we're set. Well, everybody, we have a new Instagram account. We are we are branching out. We're all you know we're growing up here and and uh, branching out in our <laughs> social media times. And so <laughs> we we are uh, we are I we were on Instagram. Down. <laughs> I we're growing up. Here we're, with is. The, we're with the, the kids here. With this Instagram thing. Uh, <laughs> and I don't remember where we're at. We are on Instagram. We are at Geek Card Check on Instagram, and the same thing on Twitter. We're the Geek Card Check podcast on Facebook. Find us if you if you um, like what we said. If you think we missed something, let us know. A bunch of people were, were asking about Chernobyl, so we, we that's one of the other reasons I wanted to talk about it today. Um, so yeah, chime in. Let us know what, uh, you know where you stand on on any of these geek news uh, that we've been talking about. Is Chris overboard on his Oculus, um, or is you know are we all you know? We're Why are you picking on me, I don't know. dude? Because uh, well, I, I I know that Good Omens is good. I I haven't experienced the <laughs> Oh, so Whoa. I've got the bad pick that's today. A, that, okay, that's, that's fine. That's all it is. Whatever. <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's all good. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> that's all right. Well, and as always, live long and prosper, everybody.